0: This episode of Spawned is brought to you by one of our family's favorite new movies, Disney's A Wrinkle in Time. Guess what? It's now available on digital and movies anywhere and on Blu ray on June 5th, so you can watch it over and over again in your own home. To order, visit movies.disney.com and find all the info under A
1: Wrinkle in Time. Hello and welcome to Spawned, a common sense and hopefully fun discussion on parenting and parenting culture. Hey, I'm Liz Gumbiner.
0: And I'm Kristen Chase, and we are the co-founders of CoolMomPicks.com.
1: And on today's episode of Spawned, we are talking about how to deal with the dreaded I'm bored. this summer—something we know a little bit about.
0: Uh, yeah, just a little, and it's inevitable, right, Liz? I feel like sometimes it, it takes a week or two. Sometimes, if you're lucky, it's a month, but it's coming. Sometimes so it's five prepared. minutes
1: after the last day of school. Oh lets no, out. no, God, I hope not. <laughs> Fingers
0: crossed. so we're going to give you some really good—I mean, we're biased, but I think they're really good ideas. <laughs> no, and they are p- really good. I yeah, say no, that objectively, really good. Good. as a parent, so to get you guys already and of course we will close out our show with our Cool Picks of the Week. So Liz I found this article um, it's from a couple years ago on Mm -hmm. Quartz and it really spoke to me because it was this idea that If you want your kids to be more self-reliant, they need to be bored. And I know we've heard this before, and I will say this, both of us as full-time working parents, we oftentimes don't have the luxury of our kids being bored. You know, when people are just like, I remember back in the day when I used to just let my kids go outside all day long. (laughs) They just
1: played with bark
0: and rocks. (laughs) I, I get it. But also, like, we have to be realistic, like, Our kids go to camp. Like, I work full-time. Like, they need to be occupied. But I do also appreciate this idea that open play and being bored is a good thing. I think you can have both of those things together. I can remember
1: um, recently, actually, not too long ago, that Sage said to me something like she was bored. And I almost lost it. I was like, look around our home. It sends me. I said the number of toys (laughs) and games and like birthday gifts that haven't even been open and craft kits and we have an entire closet of just craft supplies. Don't even get me started. But then I said to her, Sage, you know what's the great thing about you? I said, if you were alone in an empty room, you would find something awesome to do. And she thought about that and she was like, yeah, I said, you would make up a play, or you would make up a dance, See, or you would come you up with characters. See, sometimes you just gotta remind kids. Yeah, it was nice, because actually, the, you know, my first reaction was to be like, what's wrong yeah, with you? Yeah, that's mine. And then I was like, <laughs> actually, here's the good thing about you. That would like, be me. you're so creative. And I think that made her actually really inspired to go come up with something creative. Yeah, right?
0: Like, I am creative. Well, there, let me just say this quote from this article. We will link it up, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah, like over on Cool Mom Picks. But it says, your role as a parent is to prepare children to take their place in society. Being an adult means occupying yourself and filling up your leisure time in a way that will make you happy. This is Lynn Fry. She's a child psychologist in London. She said, Uh. if parents spend all their time filling up their child's spare time, then the child is never going to learn to do this for themselves. And I find this fascinating because, like, A, I have no leisure time. (laughs) <laughs> and B, like the, it's so interesting, right? Like the value of leisure. Like we as a society, I feel like don't give it a lot of value. And really, children, we all need it, right? We all need it, but kids really
1: need downtime. But you know what I, I like about this, which is something I don't think I think of that consciously. It's about, allowing your children the freedom and ability and independence to make choices and to learn to do this for themselves. Yes. As if that's a skill. Yes. We don't usually think about battling boredom as a skill that kids need to learn. And I I think that's actually kind of what grabbed me. That's really interesting. Yeah. And so one of the things they recommend is the summer bucket list kind of idea,
0: which we've talked about because, you know, I think the other thing is like, well, if it's open play, then why do we need a plan? Should we have a plan? But I like the idea Of... A summer bucket list. Now, of course, like if you're gonna be home with your kids every day, I would say a plan is probably a good idea. Plan some outings, plan like a mother's helper, (laughs) like get yourself some help. But if your kids are in camp a lot, like ours are, I like the idea of it being loose and having that summer bucket list, like kids get to pick and choose things that they wanna do. And we actually have a link to something just like that on our site that we will put on our podcast page. But what what do you think about that, Liz? Have you ever done
1: that kind of thing before? Uh, I mean, we haven't specifically done a bucket list. I will say I remember when I was a kid my mom saying to me make a list of all the things you can do and making me Uh, make a list and I I was really annoyed by it you were annoyed? at the time oh my gosh that's funny of course I mean look I couldn't even make slime then that's something our kids can do now that I didn't get to do back then and it's even educational I know slime is educational I mean I really was playing with like rocks and bark and trees and stuff outside which also was fun I remember we would go up on top of this like giant rock that was kind of in the middle of the block it was like right in an island in the middle of the road and we would go up there and we would play Which mountain? (laughs) We would go up there, and And we and it was like a spaceship, and yeah, it was super fun. I mean, so it was literally kids playing with a boulder in the middle of a (laughs) road in (laughs) the suburbs. And so Super our kids kosher. can do that yeah, stuff. Awesome. But also, there's just so much other stuff they can do. But I like the idea of a bucket list so that there's this kind of balance of, you know, I want to have this thing completed or I want to take my free time to be able to do this project that I never have time to do in school or I want to finish a book. Right. But right. then also balancing that with, like, the spontaneity of kids just saying, like, can we play with the neighbor kids next door? Yeah. Or, well, that or, could I'm just be on the, the list, too. I mean, I think it's good to just
0: give the kids a list so, like, when they're like, get them off your back, too. Like, have a list so that when your kids are like <laughs> – I'm bored. I'd be like, do you remember this lovely bucket list we wrote two weeks ago? Yeah, Here we, you. Ha- we have that
1: post about five different ways to make a bucket list, yes. which is really interesting. Yes. And it talks about how, you know, you can have a wipe off board. that That's a little dangerous for my kids because they'd be like putting in all sorts of inappropriate words. Um, but also like having a scrapbook or custom list for people in the family. Or actually, there's one that's like an actual bucket bucket list, which I think is really funny. Interesting. Where you're actually like putting Writing all these... Um, oh, you put them in yeah, a bucket. Literally has, like, a, bucket. a bucket. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's a tutorial where she talks about putting all these little things in a bucket, okay, to as I dig it. like mementos to remember the items that you did all that's summer long. That's so cool. cool! I'm gonna, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm writing it down right now. Oh, you know what else is on here? That's great. What? Bucket list bingo, bucket list bingo. Yes, this is like for the more crafty parent, but it's cool. There's like a, a printable that you can get. It's on our site. Well, Uncle this Mom is good. Picks. This is good. And what yeah. we're gonna do today is we're actually gonna give you a lot of
0: things that hey, maybe you wanna put on your summer bucket list or whatever you want to call it. And the first thing I think we should talk about, because we have some crafty children in our homes, Liz, are crafts, Mm
1: -hmm. crafts, crafts, crafts. Yeah. And I I think there's kind of like the balance, right? Like sometimes I just give my kids a notebook and a pen and I'm like, draw me something, right? So there's like the most basic, you know, here is some clay, here is a crayon and seeing what kids can create. And then also we love our three doodler, like that 3D pen. That's super fun. That's the kind of thing where the kids go, oh yeah. And then they get excited to bring it out. Or there's like kind of the kitchen table crafts, like the science experiment type things where they're making slime or my oldest one. Now she's like into baking cookies. That's like her new thing. She's into baking and experimenting. She wants to make things with phyllo dough. Wow. so that's She's awesome. into the carbs. She's my daughter.
0: You know, like for <laughs> us, I do like the craft kits. And I think sometimes those are really great because I think there's definitely a skill, obviously, I mean, this is an obvious statement, but a skill to like following directions and completing a craft or a kit of sorts based on the directions. And a lot. A lot of times kids can do whatever they want with these kids too. We can tell who is the homeschool mom and the Yeah, church. we can tell who the homeschool- <laughs> I don't mean, I don't care. Like I think it's very ordering sometimes for kids. Like it helps anxious yeah. kids to be able to like follow directions and complete it. However, I'm of the mind to like we have a little craft area in my new house. It's awesome. We made these craft tables, and I just love just getting stuff that I don't usually have in my house. Like the little pom-poms and the beads yeah. and the sequins and this yeah, and Yeah, tape cleaners and, and googly just letting eyes. them go crazy. Yeah,
1: kids just kind of go crazy. Yeah, I like that stuff stuff too. But I agree with you. The craft kits are often good because there's something like new and exciting about breaking open a craft kit and like making necklaces or making your own essential oil jewelry. Oh, that's another thing. My kids got all these like essential oils oh. and now they're into looking up things that they can make with essential oils that won't I blow love up that. our kitchen. Okay,
0: <laughs> I dig that. But I think crafts are important. And you know, like I love the idea of minimalism because I think it really pushes kids to use their imaginations. And I also like, what shall we call it? Like overabundance.
1: Yeah. And, look, <laughs> and it's good to know what your kids are into because yeah, yes, like yes, a yes. lot of kids love those kind of adult coloring books and that kind of fine motor school of coloring and all those tiny little details and the mandalas and the flora and fauna and we would put them all over the house and it would look amazing no, they're not into it at all. So I've kind of purged my house of that stuff, like coming to terms with the fact that my kids won't do this. So I think that's the other thing is, you know, if your kids are not into the pipe cleaners and googly eyes, if they're not into the slime, if they're not into, you know, certain things that you have around the house, just like purge it, donate it, give it to someone else and find what they are into because you're less likely to hear that I'm bored if you know for a fact it's something they like to do. Yeah,
0: yeah. And you know, maybe it's a good time to try new things too. Who knows? Like maybe it's not. I think you just have to gauge how your kids are doing Going. If they seem to be on a roll with something, like I wouldn't try to give them something new when they're super bored and starting to get like upset and stressed out. But you know, if they're like on a roll and they're creating, and maybe you're like, Hey, how about giving this a try? Maybe yeah. that's the right. If my time kids
1: to do are it. upset and that's stressed out, it's yeah. usually because they need to eat. Yeah, same here. <laughs> Snack and then crap. The
0: universal tired and hungry child that looks like they are about to turn into the Incredible Hulk. I know. <laughs> and look,
1: and then there's books. I mean, I think that we the should other talk thing. about this. Yeah. Yeah, because, yes. I, you know, schools in particular and teachers really push kids to read over the summer. And maybe your kids have to do a book report over the summer or Ugh. read from a list, you know, uh, of like <laughs> one of five books. <laughs> my daughter really? had to do that going into middle school, I oh, remember. And yes, we do. Yeah, here but too. you know what? It was we an awesome book. I loved it. And so actually, we ended up reading it together a lot and it was really enjoyable. See, for us. I love
0: that. Family book club, man. That's my oh, thing. Because I see, that's what well, I idea. need to read stuff more too. And you know what? I love reading like middle grade, YA. Like, my kids are kind of all in the middle. Like, we could potentially all read the same book at this point in time. Yeah. And so I love that idea. And I also kind of liked to make it a little bit of a reading contest. You know, see, last year we did who can read the most books, and they would get a prize. And, you know, there were a lot of places that do um, reading contests in the summer. Like, we always do um, the one at Barnes & Noble. Oh, yeah, that's great. Um, you, can get and you get a, get free, a free book.
1: book. Um, or I remember even as a kid, we would get a map of the United States from our library, from the Children's Ooh. Department. And every time you returned a book, they'd give you a new sticker to fill out, like, of all the different states. And we had that map on my bulletin board as a child until I was, like, 18.
0: Interesting.
1: (laughs) I was so proud of that. (laughs) That's
0: awesome. There's lots of fun things to do um, when it comes to books.
1: Also, you know what? I'm pro-reading on screens. And I'll be honest, there's, like, a lot of sanctimony about, like, pick up a real book, don't look at a screen. But all the research shows that if you are reading, it doesn't matter how you're reading, you're still reading and getting the value from it. And I realized my younger daughter, she wasn't quite into reading until she started reading reading ebooks. And there was oh, something about the tracking of the pages, the monitoring of her time, and the gamification of it that yeah. actually got her really excited to pick up an ebook all That's the time. Fantastic. And now she actually loves reading regular books too. So, I was just looking at the Epic app, you know where you get like all sorts of free books for your kids. Yes. That's awesome. Or Kindle yes. free time unlimited. Yes. Like there's so many opportunities. Even like your local library has probably an app so that you can take out free books over the summer and read them digitally. Which is great because I know we don't all want to be like running to the bookstore and spending $8 million all the time. Yeah, our kids story are of my life. Story of my life. So yeah, that, I
0: think that's a great point. It's worth the investment. I know um, a couple of my kids do much better on e-readers. So I, again, it's knowing your kids. Give it a try. Like if you have a reluctant reader, mm-hmm. it might be worth trying. You know, speaking of that kind of stuff, what about educational activities, right? So we all talk about this. It's the summer. We don't want them to fall behind. Yeah, and brain drain, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we yeah. talked
1: about that on Facebook Live. <laughs> we hate that term, but we say it anyway. <laughs> uh-huh. um, yeah, I mean, we've joked about this where like when I watch movies with kids, we make it educational. We'll be like, so what did we learn from this? And what do you think the character had to face? <laughs> true, and You too. Like, I think I get that from my mom because she was a teacher. So even if we're out walking, I'll be like, oh, what is that bird? Like, how does this bird look different from that bird? Like, can you tell which is the male and which is the female? And, you know, like we kind of ask questions a lot just through our yeah. regular life and it makes everything sort of educational.
0: Yeah, I love that. I mean, I think that's that. That's parenting, man. Like, that's, I've always <laughs> remembered you doing that. I'm always like, oh, she's asking questions as we go. It's kind of
1: fun. Please. A lot of people, though, it's hard for them to watch movies with us because we're constantly like stopping. Yeah, and you, explaining. you do stop the
0: movies, I will say. But you it's better
1: than taking them to a movie and like having to whisper through the whole movie. Like, yeah, hey, I agree what did with he you he on that. Say? I agree. And I have to, like, explain
0: it's <laughs> so funny because my oldest is getting annoyed now with her siblings because they, oh, ask, they ask so questions. many questions, which I love questions, but like, you know, take it easy. So for us, scavenger hunts are fun. Yeah. Have you guys ever done a
1: scavenger? scavenger hunt before? Uh, like organized one? You know what? We only did like a really goofy one for my daughter's birthday like years ago. Yeah. Actually, it was pretty fun. <laughs> but I love doing you that. You know what the kids are doing now? We used to call them Polaroid scavenger hunts yes. when we were kids. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah, but now they can do them with phones really easily. So yep. they have to like go around the neighborhood or the block or just the backyard and take pictures of themselves holding up certain items yep. that they yep. find. Yes. And they also have to be creative. So let's say it says, I don't know, a cop. Then maybe they like find some um, interpretation. Maybe it's not them literally standing with a police officer and taking a photo. Maybe it's like the police station. Or maybe there's like graffiti that's like an illustration <laughs> of a cop on a wall somewhere. I so, like it. So it's like kind it. of fun that it makes them look for stuff in creative ways. That's
0: very clever. But you can
1: also be super educational, right? Like certain kinds of flowers or certain kinds of leaves or certain kinds of animals. I just think there's a lot of
0: opportunity with scavenger hunts. And I feel like kids don't necessarily feel like they are like this educational educational Activity. I think for us, at least in my house, we're doing workbooks at home already. Like we're doing so many reading exercises with my youngest that I need stuff that just doesn't feel like a sit down school. Especially they've been in school all year. Like let's make it fun and interesting. You know, one of the things that I do with my kids, I actually have them help plan our vacation. So whenever we go away, I have them sit down and help like figure out where we're going to go. Where are we going to eat? Like it's just so educational and they're excited because it's vacation that they don't even really feel like they're getting less in geography and whatever else they're getting.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I think that's really smart. I always think the best kind of learning is when kids don't realize they're learning. Yes. You know, like we review a lot of apps on Cool Mom Tech and we talk a oh, lot totally. about, you know, like cool activities to do with your kids and ways to make science fun. And really, it's all about just enjoying yourself because kids have more fun when they're having fun than when they think they're just learning. I mean, it sounds really obvious, but, you know, like make the learning fun and then it is fun more yeah, than it's learning. Yeah, I agree. And while, of
0: course, we should mention we've also got cool science guides on Cool Mom Tech. Yeah, we just came out with an
1: awesome, awesome science guide. If you go to coolmomtech.com, you will see it right at the top. It says, really creative title, Science Guide for Kids. At the top of our nav, click on that, and it's a five-post series. It's sponsored by Disney's A Wrinkle in Time, and it was really inspired by the movie and by the excitement our kids felt when they were seeing the movie and how it got them interested in asking about science and asking about physics and asking about the world around them. And so we put together this awesome guide for kids, kindergarten through teen even, with like tons of activity ideas and resources and kitchen table experiments and how to make a science journal and there's free printables. There's like tons of stuff. Yeah. That some of it is like for kids to do on their own. Some of it is stuff you can do with your kids, but it's a very good boredom buster for summer. Yeah.
0: Bookmark that. All right. So listen, we got to talk about screen time and actually we're already talking about it. We just launched a Facebook group called OutTech Your Kids and it was one of the first things that someone was asking about. What are you going to do about screen time in the summer? It's such a struggle for parents. Fortnite is so popular
1: right now. Kids are playing video games. Like I want to watch YouTube tube. Like, ah, it's, it's already making me nuts. Yeah, I mean, I'm all about screen time and moderation. I am not a black and white person that way. Um, I am never going to be like, well, my child only reads books and watches educational documentaries, if ever. <laughs> you know, like, that's just not my kids. We really enjoy pop culture and entertainment. We really enjoy doing it together. So, I mean, I think we just try to kind of make rules. Like, maybe you say, you know, the TV or the screens are not allowed to come on until 7 o'clock tonight. Or maybe you make it a family activity. So, you say, you know, you can have a half hour screen time during the day some at some point. But at seven o'clock, we're all coming together and watching a movie or watching a series. Or, you know, there's like apps that are also educational and fun. There's e-readers. So there's ways to give your kids screen time that helps you, I think, justify it a little more as a parent. Yeah. You know what I love lately is the Nintendo Labo. Oh, have you played yes. with this? Yes. We featured those over on Cool Mom Tech. It is so, so cool. Awesome. Yes. So if you have a Nintendo Switch, which I know a lot of kids do these days, it's like a kit. When we first came out with it, people are like, why would you you pay for cardboard now that we've played with it? It is awesome. It is seriously it really time is. consuming STEM activity where you put together these like contraptions and it allows you to play with the game in a whole different way. So you end up kind of putting the controllers inside a piano that you've built, and then you can actually play like a piano that you built using the the device, the Nintendo Switch. It's yeah, really it's cool. It's
0: really smart. And I think overall, like for us, it's a little out of control to try to manage four people. And you know, I deal with like grouchy kids who have been on their tablet. For too long and I'm sick of that like I can't deal with like my thing is if I tell my kids to get off like they need to get off and that makes me nuts when the timer goes off or I say something and they don't so yeah we're trying something new this summer we're gonna do like you need to read or write or do something creative for a certain amount of time and then you can check out your gadget so if you want to check out your tablet you want to check out the tv remote you want to check out your video game I'm putting together a binder, and I'm just doing it because I think your kids are different than mine. Mine don't really love to read, actually. My oldest does, but my
1: three younger ones, like you kind of have to push them to read books. You know, it's interesting because my boyfriend's oldest, she would rather sit and read a book than anything, and I'm always saying to my kids, like, be more like her. Why can't you just sit and read a book like her? (laughs) My kids, it's not their first choice of things to do unless they're really into a book already, and then they want to get back to it, but there's not a lot of those. You know, usually they like it, and they read... You know, if nighttime is reading time, then that's usually when they want to do it. Right. But um, but we do struggle with the screen time thing for sure. Yeah. I'm going to have to figure out a new system over the summer. Because my daughter will be on Instagram like all day if I don't pay attention to it. My oldest is
0: okay. My son, like he wants to watch sports videos. Then he wants to play video games. So I'm just making it so that they get to choose. Because one of the things that's interesting just now on this OutTech Your Kids Facebook group, someone posted something about this book that teaches kids that it's not to be hated. It's not a bad thing. It really, like you said, you need to learn how to use it in moderation. I think learning how to moderate is a really important skill that like even adults don't have. Yeah. You know, like I'm working on it myself as well. So I think that if you can use the summer as a way to do that, and listen, we all need a break. You know what I mean? Like watch a movie at noon. Like that's why it's summer. It's fun. We've got a great movie recommendation coming up oh, that you can do. watch this summer. Hello.
1: Um, And you know what? <laughs> don't like beat yourself up, parents. Yes. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. Like, there'll be days where you're like, oh, look, a whole day went by and I did nothing and my kid was on Instagram for four hours, like, chatting with people. It's okay. It's summer. I give everybody a little bit of a break when it comes to eating and bedtime and yes, screen, screen time too. and all those things we tend to be, like, a little more uptight with. I'm yes. kind of a lot looser. I feel like it's vacation and kids need a break, too. So, But you know what? Here's the other thing. If it's too much for you and you're like, I'm still working and I'm exhausted and I don't want to be, you know, working late and I'm managing my kids, too, like, use those per- rental controls on your phone. You can like manage it so that your kids can't get on their phone during certain hours or that they don't have access to certain websites if it's becoming a problem. Like let the tech do some of the work for you and that will take a little bit of pressure I agree
0: because like my son likes to listen to podcasts at bedtime but it's also very tempting for him to hop on and watch videos. So I might start to use some of those. Actually we featured a bunch over on Cool Mom Tech. Just ways to help him moderate himself until he's really able to do it because I love that he likes to listen to podcasts. Like that's yeah. fantastic. I don't
1: really want him watching videos before
0: bed because this is not good for
1: his sleep. You know, sometimes my kids will be like watching videos and they're like, "But mom, we're watching how it works or how things are made or we're watching Crash Course video." And then I'm kind of like, "Oh, all right, it's educational." And I I kind of let it go. Do you feel that way? Like there's a difference between I'm watching Miranda sings and I'm watching Mythbusters or do you is it all just screen time? Yeah,
0: I do. I differentiate. Like my oldest that's really all she watches. Like literally only watches educational videos. I know, she's But my son, none. They're not. They're all gamers playing games and footballers playing football games. And so for him, I'm much more vigilant about what he's doing. Also, he doesn't sleep well. And I really feel like we've featured it. Kids on screens a lot is actually
1: going to affect their sleep, especially right before they go to bed. Plus, for our listeners who have younger kids, I know summer can be really tough anyway getting kids to bed because it's light so laid out. So, you know, you want to tell your kids to go to bed at 7.30 or 8. And it looks like there's still lots of playtime (laughs) left outside. So I think that's a really good point. Like darken things up, put the screen away and get them in the habit of Cut it off like an
0: hour before bed. And then here's our last one. I love this. Just ways to do things as a whole family. This is the perfect time to do stuff all together. And I'm not necessarily talking about like going away, right? Like what are some things that you guys do as a family over the summer? I know it's hard because you guys have crazy camp schedules. We
1: are big movie families. So I we know you will, are. Yeah, we'll go to yeah. movies. Sometimes we'll do like a crazy, like a 10 a.m. matinee oh, at the Alma House or something. Yeah. And we'll get like breakfast there and we'll watch a movie. So we're definitely into movies. Also in New York, they have free movies, like on Friday nights all over the city in the five boroughs. So like that's something we want to try to do. They have free concerts. Like I always look at MommyPoppins.com and I look at Time Out New York. Like if you're in the tri-state area, there's so much cool stuff to do. There's just tons of free fun stuff for families all the time. And, you know, and in Philly, and. And you know, usually if you're in any metro area, I'm sure you have your resource for cool stuff. So I try to take advantage of those things. We go to like street fairs, or you know, sometimes we'll just wake up on a Saturday morning. Well, now they're in camp a lot, but before that, we'll wake up like early on a Saturday morning and say, let's just walk down to Dumbo, and we'll just like walk around. We'll just walk around, and we'll window shop, and we end up stumbling on a street fair or a craft market or running into friends, and then we have lunch with them. Like I think we need the spontaneity and free time. Yeah, we
0: do. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. We actually have a. really fun post over on Cool Mom Picks. We'll link it up. And it's fun things that you can do at night with your kids Ah. because summer nights are later. Like it was such a treat growing up to be able to stay up later. Like that was such a big deal for us. And so I feel like there's like really fun things that you can do as a family at night in the summer that you just can't do any other time of year. So we'll put that in here. And the one thing that we do is like just adapt things we do every day. Right. So it's like I can't plan another activity. It makes me nuts. But like we eat dinner every night for the most part so why don't we turn it into like a food contest so we've done like the master chef mystery box challenge oh you are awesome we've done that oh and Stacy from Cool Mom Eats just did a whole like nailed it you've seen that (laughs) show we featured it on Cool Mom Eats but she did that with her kids so like stuff like that where you know what like we're gonna eat dinner so like why don't we do like a mystery box like pizza challenge where everyone has to like make their pizza and then it gets judged or whatever so we also do
1: picnics like we all instead of like Getting pizza and eat at home, we'll go up to our roof or we'll go out to like the nearest park and we'll just spread out a blanket and just sit outside and eat. And then it feels like a thing that we're doing. It feels like an activity. And really, we're just eating dinner.
0: (laughs) You're eating exactly what you would be eating. Tricked you, kids. Inside. I love it. That's hilarious. All right. So this just got me really excited for summer, by the way. Me too. I'm so excited now. I want to make my bucket bucket list. I'm already thinking, like, I'm looking here. I'm taking notes right now, even like in our script. I'm like writing down notes because I'm so excited. But I would love to hear from Listeners, we would love to hear from you. Drop us an email, spawn at coolmompics.com. Tweet us. Use the hashtag Spawn Show. Hit us up on Facebook, on Instagram. We would love to know what you do to keep your kids busy over the summer. What are some fun family activities? What do you do
1: when your kids say, I'm bored? Yes. And also, where do you stand on screen time over the summer? More, less, Yeah. let it go, pretend it doesn't exist. Like, I'm always interested in other parents' perspectives because there Me are too. so many different ways we all handle it. And oh, by the way, drop by our OutTech Your Kids brand new new private Facebook community. You can just access it through Cool Mom Picks on Facebook and you'll see it there. It's a great place to ask questions, get answers from the community and from us and, you know, maybe get some like new tips and tricks. Yeah. All right. Well, we will be back with our Cool picks of the Week right after this. So we are incredibly excited to welcome our newest sponsor, Disney's A Wrinkle in Time, which is now available on digital and movies anywhere and coming out on Blu-ray June 5th. And even though it's new to you as a sponsor, we've actually been working with them for the last month or so developing the most awesome science guide for kids that's inspired in part by Disney's A Wrinkle in Time because our kids loved the movie (sighs) so much. Did your kids love it? So much. I am so glad
0: that we can have it in our home. It's such a great summer screen time, family movie. And you know what? What's so cool about our science guides is that we actually have questions that kids can discuss based on the movie. So it's like being in Liz's house
1: (laughs) watching a movie. It's a discussion guide. (laughs) You know, because I love doing that with my kids because we walk out of a movie and we'll say, well, who do you think the hero is? Who had the most to overcome? Or who did you most relate to? Or, you know, what characteristic did Meg have that you wish you had? Or what reminds you of? of her or what doesn't remind you of her and there's just like so many opportunities for teaching and learning in that movie plus you know I have girls and so they loved seeing a young woman who was into science and who was the hero she was kind of an ordinary girl and then ends up going on an extraordinary adventure I know I'm right with you yeah they loved that part. and my son loved it too by the way Yeah. so boys and girls it's fantastic plus you know I gotta say I yes. didn't mind seeing Meg's dad I wish he was in it a little <laughs> more you know nice on the eyes so for those of you who've yeah. already seen it in the theater I'm just saying and you might want to uh, bring it home or catch it on digital and movies anywhere because, uh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Murray.
0: Uh, Mr. Murray. <laughs> I love Mr. Murray. So we have five science guides. They're over on Cool Mom Tech. They are inspired by Disney's A Wrinkle in Time. And they are full. It's is for kindergartners through teens. They've got, get ready, science activities resources, developmental milestones by age, and even a movie discussion guide. And you know what? I just love how inspiring this is. It's getting kids thinking about science and STEM and just inventing. And I don't know. I just love watching kids when they're creating. So anyway, I just love it. Yeah,
1: I agree. It's really cool. You know what we did is we sorted it by uh, age. So if you have preschoolers or kindergartners, if you have tweens, if you have all kinds of kids like Kristen does at home, there's adaptations (laughs) for kids of different ages. plus free sticker printables to make your own science journal. Super fun. That's a favorite of mine. And what I really like is it lets kids explore science after seeing the movie. It might get them excited to see the movie again. And then you get to watch Chris Pine again.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So listen, go over to Cool Mom Tech to catch our science guides. And then you can catch Disney's A Wrinkle in Time. It's on digital and Movies Anywhere now. And it'll be on Blu-ray on June 5th. And you can find it by going to movies.disney.com. And you'll get all the info under a wrinkle in time. Now it's time for Cool Picks of the Week! Cool Picks of the Week! Kristen, do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. I'll go first. So, you know, I, for whatever reason, have issues drinking enough water. Are you Are you the same way? Or are you good with that? I am so um, bad. I
1: drink a lot of water. Do you? I really like okay. water. But, but I get a little bored of water sometimes. Yeah, I
0: get a little bored of water. I drink a lot of herbal tea, which is good. But I am a new fan of that Hint
1: water. Have you ever seen it before? Hint, do you know, it was one of the first things we wrote up when we started Cool Mom Picks. Do you know that? No. It I, was clearly started I did by not. a really cool woman and like they sent me some of the cucumber water when they first launched and i was obsessed with it's it my it tasted favorite. like going to a spa it, it is. Is that your pick, Hint Water? It is. It's my I pick. I love that.
0: It is my pick. And I have to say it is saving me because I am just getting these like hormone headaches. I told you about that last week with the CBD oil. Now I'm getting headaches. And I feel like with the summer especially, I need to be drinking more water. And so what it is, it's like no added sugar, no calories. It's like natural, like essence. Of... You want to drink
1: it cold though. It's much better cold than it is if it's at room temperature. Yeah. I, I
0: don't actually don't. I don't mind it at room temperature. Oh, really? But, like, I yeah. Think it's, I don't like, you it. get.
1: The flavor better. Oh, oh really? I'm so glad you picked it. Yeah, him.
0: it's tasty, but they also, they have a sparkling one, and you haven't seen this one. They have one with caffeine.
1: Really? Yeah. I haven't tried that, and I haven't yes. tried the sparkling one. I finally am not the last person ever to try Lacroix water, because I finally...
0: Is it La Croix or La Croix? Uh, it's neither. I, mean, it? I think it's it's weird. La Yeah, Yeah, <laughs>
1: I'm not kidding.
0: Like I'm Hold on, I'm going to look it up right now. Okay,
1: well, I, I finally started getting some of that because my daughter likes it, but, but you know what? I'm glad that you're reminding me about Hint Water, and Cara Golden, who's the founder, is super cool. It's pronounced LaCroix. LaCroix. Okay. Like Not LaCroix, La
0: Croix, which is La Croix. what I probably La Croix had been saying. Donnings, it's just darling, La Or LaCroix. <laughs>
1: For the fab fans. LaCroix. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm glad you brought it Yeah. So Hint
0: water is great. So good in the summer. And you know what I have to say? If you're trying to get your kids to drink water too, it's a really, really great way to get them to drink water. My kids love it. It actually tastes sweet, but it doesn't have sweetener. So anyway, that is my cool pick of
1: the week. That's a good pick. It's literally a cool pick of the week. Oh. Nicely done. All right, what do wah, you have? Wah. Okay, so this is like a completely random cool pick of the week. So Eva Katz, who's a writer or an OG blogger and actually wrote for us briefly, she wrote the coolest little book, literally. Look at it's out. called That's awesome. Think small, the tiniest art in the world. Aww. And I am obsessed with this book. It's this super cool little gift book for anybody that's into like cute little things. Okay. Or Love. really into art. And what she does is she just kind of introduces all these different artists who focus on making tiny art, whether it's like little teeny sculptures or bottle cap things or paintings. There's somebody who carves pencil tips into skyscrapers. It's so cool and inspiring. I think it's actually kind of a good boredom buster. It's the kind of thing where you could show it to your kid and say, okay, what could you do with a pipe cleaner? Or what could you do with um, a cork? Like, you know, when you're inspired by the stuff that these artists do. So anyway, it's just a neat little book. I love having little books around. It's like, my weird thing. No, I think that's so fun. It's it's really small. It's like the size of a wallet, basically. It's called Think Small, The Tiniest Art in the World by Eva Katz. And it's a great gift book and just kind of fun to have around the house. Oh, and by the way, one of my favorite things in it. This is so cool. There's an artist named Shay Aaron, who's from Tel Aviv. And Shay creates these teeny weeny little like thumbnail sized food, like dollhouse food, like little trays of croissants or a teeny little roast chicken, Mm. and the young childhood Liz, who loved dollhouses, would have gone crazy over it. Ah. It's really neat. It's a neat book. Think small, Kristen. Okay. I love it. Thank you for that. You're welcome. You know what? That's it.
0: That's that's (laughs) our episode of Spawn. How about that? Episode 112, Liz. Whoa! We are old. I know. And thank you so much for listening to Spawn. Thank you so much to John Bowen, our producer, who makes us Sounds so fabulous. And
1: hey, we love hearing from all of you. So drop us a line spawn at coolmompicks.com. That's S P A W N E D spawned. If it says spawn, it'll probably just bounce back. Um, <laughs> hit us up on Facebook, on Twitter at Cool Mom Pics, on Instagram at Cool Mom Pics. Leave us a review on iTunes if you enjoy the podcast. And make sure to subscribe. You can do it right now. And make sure you download our episodes, and then you can even catch it when you're offline traveling as you go about your fabulous summer journey (laughs) and then hey it's like you'll be taking us with you on your journeys and we would greatly enjoy that yeah right I need to get the heck out of here (laughs) (laughs) well hey thank you so much for listening to Spawn this is Liz
0: this is Kristen have a great day Bye. bye